to Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman. These are my experiences in SEO as both an SEO and an SEO tester. Here, there will be no regurgitations of Google announcements. Instead, what I do is I watch their feet. So for you, the independent or agency SEOs, I get you. And for you business owners or stakeholders who don't really understand SEO for many years, I was a local business owner myself, and I understand the frustration of, quote, being in charge, but not really, when it comes to things you don't really understand, like SEO, because it can appear to be smoke and mirrors. So let's get started. Welcome to Season 2, Episode, I guess this is 39. This week has been a total trust process when it came to developing the topic for this week. Uh, There have been weeks where the topic has literally unfolded before my very eyes. It was like picking up ideas that were ready to jump into the topic basket. And then there were weeks like this one. And I get asked pretty early in my week, um, what's on tap for the show? When I say, you know, I get asked, I mean Ted Kubitis, who has a weekly YouTube show, which you should watch, Uh, He does it with Lee Witcher and Clint Butler. So he asked me about the topic, usually on Tuesdays. That's when his show airs. Um, So sometimes I have a response, and then there are times when I don't. I try not to judge myself too harshly when that happens, at least nowadays. I've been practicing how, basically, in layman's terms, how to not freak out like I would have done in high school if I had left my term paper to the last day and had to do everything the night before. So nowadays I do my best to practice a more zen approach to this. You know, the topic will come. And my job is to stay open, to be able to pluck it out of the air when it blows in on the breeze. Now my mind can really try to trip me up on this and tells me all sorts of lies. Like, here's a good one, I better come up with some, quote, practical, tactical brilliance, or some hilarious story that ends with a bang, or no one will listen or care. Now, there's a lot to be said for not trying to do this for anyone but myself, right? So I kind of think that I I, I really want to just pull back the curtain and let her rip and figure either it will speak to someone or it won't, but at least one of us We'll get some benefit out of it, whether it's uh, typically to purge my own psyche of some client SEO bullshit. And still, I got to Thursday morning without a single workable idea that really felt good. That when I say felt good, I mean I kind of like in my gut felt good. So just about that time, Um, it was kind of like in the movies, like on Freaky Friday, you know, with the body swap started and the wind starts blowing and suddenly it it came to me. Instead of trying to discuss one of the things that as an SEO we're assaulted with constantly, why not talk about all of them? And, you know, talk about how really one minute we may be talking about some high-level correlational math And then the very next, explaining to a prospect what a press release is. For me, that's like topical whiplash. And for those listeners who don't know and don't know what a press release is, it's an an article written in a very dry, non-salesy manner, announcing something new, perhaps. Maybe even something that just hasn't had a press release written about it. It may not be new to the business, but it could be anything. 
And always there's contact information contained within it. So if anybody wants to know more, um, they can find out. And this one article is submitted to hundreds of news websites, and they all publish the same article. And a lot of times that's a, a back, leak back leak strategy um, to sort of warm up a website. So getting back to the topic. Um, so I started to make a list like of all the things that just feels like it floods the zone for uh, SEOs that, that we have to deal with. And we have to deal with it whether it comes to clients, executives, other SEOs, or even non-SEOs who happen to feel like, well, they know as much about SEO as their team because they read the latest article online. There was so much SEO content about SEO that, that quite frankly, it's, it's pablum. Now, if you don't know what that is, originally there was a bland cereal for babies that has, asked, uh, I guess, evolved to also be a way to describe um, perhaps intellectual material that is bland, trite, or insipid. Now, the way I mean, uh, I guess the way I mean it, I should say, is what a lot of the informational articles are that appear in professional SEO publications, and they're totally full of shit. For instance, I came across an article on Search Engine Journal about indexation, specifically how long before Google indexes new content. Now, first off, before I go off on this, I realize that this isn't fair. There's probably a few of us um, but I am definitely one of them that has a clear and deep understanding based on firsthand research of testing and measuring and reading what engineers at Google's have to say about it and comparing what they say against the practical data I measure to confirm or deny what actually happens. Okay, now that got that out of the way. As I was reading this article, when I got to the paragraph with the heading, how long does indexing take? Experts best guesses. What? Now, why would anybody guess? None of us have to guess anymore. And you do not have to take my word for anything. You can find this out yourselves. It's a, I, I almost don't even have the words. You know, no wonder people and SEOs are confused. And I get it. We're all trying to do our best. And this writer was trying to do their best. But they were trying to do it with no first-hand research and were re-quoting various Google developer pages, which we can read for ourselves. Now, if only there was a place where one could find some indexation research that has definitive evidence that when Google is working to take new content in, it takes approximately 48 hours to get that content served. And there is a tool called SEO Volatility Tool, which is now built into Core version 7. You might want to get in into the beta group before the price goes up. I'll put a link in the description. But using that tool, you can see how new content slowly gets folded into the top 100 and moves up. You know, as for these type of articles, that's a real shame that all of this is available. 
But if you only do a survey of what's written out there, you're not going to find it. So then, as I'm going down this path, I started coming up with a list of all the things that also bombard SEOs who have any amount of experience in SEO and how these people claim without any evidence whatsoever other than Google says they do this. So these are just some of the things on my list. And topping the charts, core web vitals. Now the only people, in my opinion, who think this impacts rankings are those that sell services to improve those scores. Now right now the evidence points to zero impact on rankings. In fact, the, the higher, I should say the better ranking scores often are on the lowest ranking pages. Like if you do one search term and you look at all 100 results. So when you look into it that way, it looks like at least the math implies that having these higher scores, core web vital scores, may actually be a negative ranking factor. Not that it is, but the math suggests that. It's that clear. Doesn't mean it's going to always be that way, but right now, there's no evidence. And there's probably been millions of dollars spent on improving core web vital scores without one shred of evidence in the Google ranking system that has any benefit beyond what you do to make your images skinnier so the load time is quicker. Now, in my eyes, that's a sham shame. All right. Other things that start a Hatfield and McCoy's reenactment. Keyword density. Oh, my God, please. It works, but you would never know it based on what you read online. If you don't value what Google actually does reward over what they say they reward, if you did, you would be ranking a whole lot better. People are literally told, do not mention your keywords or variants more than a few times on your page. All right, no skin off my teeth if you decide you're not going to do that. But that's a real shame. Schema, duplicate content. Oh God, please don't get me started on that. Now I did a, a whole episode in year one. It's called my SEO pet peeves. If I can think of it, I will put the link in the description if you're curious. And now the latest taboo is writing content using AI software. Now that's artificial intelligence software. Tools like Jasper. Now, these are helpful tools, but even though you get something out of it, you're still going to have to massage it so that it makes sense. You're going to have to tweak it because anything straight out of the box typically is the ticket to mediocrity. So yeah, use it wisely, but there are people out there proclaiming doom and gloom to those who even log in to use the tool. Now, they will tell you that Google's going to get you. And as far as I'm concerned, concerned, I think that's a sham. So where am I going with this? You know, if I ran the world, I want to show 
every SEO how to find out things on their own without having to kowtow to incomplete and inaccurate analysis. It's like so many are scared of their own shadows. Now, I'm not a heartless SEO that can see all of that and say, great, be afraid of using your keywords more for me because you won't rank well. But do you know the number one question I get asked about, and, and I'm going to go back to the indexation um, topic, um, the new indexation request protocol that came out of the research, the one that says, do not, if you have new content, do not request it to be indexed through Search Console, connect to the Google indexing API. But the number one question I get about that is, well, what if Google penalizes you for doing it that way? And the answer is, I'll find another way. This is the answer today. And if it changes, at least I think I'll be one of the first to know. And all of this to say that, that what I'm describing, this sort of like push me, pull you, more crappy information out there that really doesn't help and makes SEOs feel like, well, it must be me because Google is perfect. But all of that, this is what happens when there is no industry standard for training an SEO that doesn't require Google's blessing. I mean, even the one with Google's blessing got blown out of the <laughs> blown out of the water because they mentioned something about keyword density. Well, but all of this, this, this sort of confusion, will continue to divide the community of SEOs. Now, I I do think today's SEOs need to get better at discerning information and becoming more critical when either confronted with the SEO ideas they agree with and those that they either disagree with or aren't acquainted with. Google search does not reward the timid. Funny story, way back early when I got into SEO, someone suggested that I, Carolyn Holzman, purchase a second domain for my CD business and rank it for another cluster of terms. Oh my God, my initial thought was, Google wouldn't let me do that, would they? Wasn't every business only allowed one domain? Ain't that so adorably cute? Fast forward to now, holy cow, I have got to let some of these domains go. I have way too many, like holdmybeerseo.com, but I have plans for that one. Okay, well, that's going to do it for today. Remember to catch the daily crawl or no crawl reports, and you can find them on YouTube. Just search for crawl or no crawl YouTube, and you'll find it, or I'll have a link in the description here. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you to all the sponsors of Confessions that help support this work for themselves and others. If you'd like to support this podcast and SEO research too, there'll be a link in the description. That'll take you over to anchor.fm and it's a bit.ly link, bit.ly slash confessions, plural sponsor, confessions sponsor. So if you're looking to perhaps be a more substantial sponsor, reach out to me at confessions at americanwaymedia.com. Please subscribe to Confessions. If you haven't settled on a source for your podcast, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You can't miss it. It's been my pleasure to be with you. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the SERPs.